Welcome to the Hook and Hunt Experience with hunting and fishing expert and host of Hook and Hunt TV, Jim Crowley, and radio host and outdoorsman, Drew Kirby. On today's show, we'll cover fishing, hunting, outdoor adventures, wild game recipes, and so much more. Brought to you by Ned's Pretty Good Garage Bait and Tackle, home of the $8.99 oil change. If you have questions, comments, or want to offer up some suggestions, reach out on Facebook at Hook and Hunt Experience. And now, here's Jim Crowley and your host, Drew Kirby. Welcome to another episode of Hook and Hunt Experience. It's week number nine, Jim Crowley. That's awesome, man. I uh, We are rocking and moving right along. Now, of course, if uh, this is the first episode that you've listened to, you can go back on our uh Apple or Google podcast and listen to all of the episodes. And as a matter of fact, if you go subscribe, you can then have the uh, the newest episode come right to your phone. So it's a great way to kind of keep up to date on what's happening here at the Hooking on Experience. And also you can hit us up at Facebook, uh, which most of you are uh, coming along on Facebook anyway. But if not, it's facebook.com slash Hook and Hunt Experience. Uh, great guest today, Jim. Yeah, we do. We have uh, Craig Claus from Fish 419. They have uh, fantastic sunglasses. There's a ton of things on their site. They're always growing and adding more products. And Craig's just a great guy. I look forward to having him on the show. When you're on the water, give me mm-hmm. the importance of having good sunglasses. There are several reasons for that. First, and and one that people really don't think about all the time, is safety. There's Lures can always come flying back at you. And I can remember over the years, I've had at least three instances I can think of right now where I'm really glad I had eyewear of sunglasses of any type on. Um, a couple of them involved treble hook lures that came unhooked when the fish was fighting at the boat and actually hit me in the face. Mm. Cutting glare or reducing glare will help you not only allows you to see into the water, but since a reflection from the sun, it can really do some serious damage to your eyes over time if you're not cutting that glare down. Um, and God only gave us one pair of eyes. I take that very, very seriously. It's twofold mostly for that, for protection and then for cutting down that glare. And the older we get, the more the strain on your eyes will show up at the end of the day as fatigue as headaches, and it's, it's just not a comfortable place to be in. So I want my eyes protected, and I want to be able to focus on and be safe about what I'm doing. When we talk to Craig, we're going to talk more about the well, signature line that Jim Crowley has there, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. Now, Jim, we're into the summer. I mean, summer is here. There's no doubt about it. Uh, oh, yeah. The heat is upon us, and you're out on the water a lot. How important is it to take care of your skin? Oh, very important. I I actually, when I was younger, I would always go with T-shirts or, you know, take your shirt off and everything. And and I got burned, you know, several times, as all of us do, you know, we're going, because when you're young, you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof, right? right? And so the older I get now and the more people that I know that get cases of skin cancer, the last several years I've been wearing a long sleeve shirts, um, a wide brim hat. Uh, the fishing gloves. Matter of fact, we'll just say it right now. When they just don't look cool, they actually protect the back of your hands from the sun getting them, and that's one of the major areas where skin cancer um, can show up. You know, we had Stacy Walker back on a while ago from Prime One Camo, and they have some incredible fishing shirts that are long sleeve but keep you very cool. Um, you don't sweat nowhere near as much. They still breathe, but they protect you from the sun. So I'm a big anything that's exposed. Like I'll wear shorts. Anything that's exposed, like the longer part of my the lower part of my legs, I will put on some sunscreen, especially if you wear flip-flops, 
there's another thing where the top of your feet can be exposed from the sun. So I, I know it's a long answer, but yeah, I become extremely protective being out on the water. We're going to talk a little bit more about hooking on TV in the new episode that is actually out right now at hookingontv.com. Actually, a few minutes ago, sent you a, a video of Bill Dance, one of the nice. legendary nice. Uh, fishing nice. yeah. experts in the industry. Yeah. And uh, we're actually going to put that up on our, our uh, Facebook page so you can sit back and watch it. But the bloopers that the legend Bill Dance has is uh, is pretty interesting. And shooting a show isn't all glitz and glamour. Uh, you get into some pretty interesting stuff when you're shooting your show, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's always a blooper, either something I said or wasn't supposed to say <laughs> or, or cuss words that came out in such an eloquent stream. <laughs> Um, you know, or just, or falling over something or stepping on something, or it doesn't matter, you know, and, and Bill's definitely made, uh, incredible wealth from being clumsy. Let's put it that way. How many times have you ever fallen off the boat? At one time, I haven't thought about this memory in years, but it was at a tournament down in Lake Shelbyville in Southern Illinois all oh, 25 years ago. And I, I literally remember that the guy in the front of the boat, we were weaving through some trees and I was a no boater at the time in the back of the boat. When he came around this one tree, the back part of the boat hit another of these standing trees, and it was it was like a slingshot almost. The the boat pressed against it, and I was leaning one way while the boat shot the other. And I literally remember being like <laughs> the coyote in the Roadrunner films, where I looked underneath me <laughs> and there was nothing there. If I had a sign that said "Yipe," it would have been and just dropped right in water. And all I did was drop straight down. <laughs> there was no boat underneath me when I looked down. It was that was it. Oh man! See, it's it's fun memories like that, though. I mean, that's worth uh, getting a little wet to be able to tell that story because fishing stories are some of the best stories. I well, yeah. And the funny thing was, I don't remember the guy's name, but I remember looking back on where'd you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> as I'm hanging on the side of the boat, I'm like, ah, I was getting hot. I thought I'd take a swim. We are going to take a swim in just a second with Craig Kloss from Fish Four Nineteen. This week's Hook and Hunt Experience guest star is brought to you by Hook and Hunt TV, where our slogan is God made me a fisherman and a hunter. I'm proud of both and apologize to no one. Watch the latest episode at hookandhunttv.com. Well, Jim Crowley, you uh, you have some great items that you use on the regular, and I was just cruising through the website, which happens to be fish419.com, and came across the Crowley Crushers, and uh, <laughs> you and and uh, Craig Kloss have known each other for a little while, and you got together to to kind of uh, talk about some of these great items that are on the site. Yeah, we. Um, I'm gl- I'm glad Craig could join us on the show today from Fish Four Nineteen. Is the owner Craig Kloss? Craig, welcome to your new experience here. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Glad to be on. We'll get into some of the glasses in a little bit, but why don't you tell some of our audience here just a little bit about Fish 419 and how it all got started. It really came out of just a genesis of me wanting to pursue creating and making available some fishing accessories initially for the general public and things that were an acceptable price, but good quality that would last you a while. Really to kind of bring within everybody's grasp some of the things that you can only find, you know, at a, at a very high price point. So I started out, uh, you know, coming up with different uh, fishing shirts and caps and different things and 
one thing led to another. And over a, an extended period of time, I worked on developing these glasses. And really what I was working on was the lenses for these glasses. And the lens is pivotal, right? I think you'd have that, Jim, probably more, more than most. Yeah, you spend a lot of time on the water, your eyes get fatigued, you get headaches, all kinds of things. So uh, you need good protection for your eyes. And so that's kind of the alley that I went down in the development of the, our sunglasses is to spend the money on the UV protection, some excellent polar, polarization. And then after that, it was, okay, what can we make that looks good? And just so everybody knows too, Craig and I are always talking about how to make the eyewear even better. I mean, there's going to be some things coming out down the, down the way that we're working on now just to always improve that lens quality. And, and I really appreciate Craig. I always wanting to bounce ideas off me and we'll bounce ideas off one another because there's, you know, you're, you never hit the high point of exactly what you want to do. You're always striving to do something better and they're already extremely comfortable glasses, but we're always working toward, or he's always throwing ideas about me. What do you think about doing this? What are you thinking about doing that, about tweaking it or making it better? And I think you've really hit the comfort part of the glasses for sure, Craig. These are the most comfortable eyeglasses that, that I've ever worn. Back layer is what gives you a lot of headaches. And that is when you're, when you've got the sun to your back and it will reflect off the lenses. And if you get that glare in there, that can really give you a headache. One thing I noticed right away about Fish 419 is there is no back glare. These hug your face without digging into the side of your head. And I really like that. They're extremely comfortable. There's a no-slip design on this. And um, for very inexpensive cost, you will have what you feel are extremely high-quality glasses. And, and that was something I can wear all day and forget about wearing um, and keeps me comfortable is one thing that I was definitely after. So some of the questions that I get are, are, are really repeated all the time. It's how can you have a quality set of glasses that cost me a third of the price of what I'm paying for my, you know, mm -hmm. the big names. And it, it really does boil down to the, uh, about a thousand choices along the way. The materials, the craftsmanship, you know, where to invest and where not to invest. You know, what the, the lens material, the a frame material, the fit. So all those things together have gotten us to where we are now. And Jim, as you know, we call them our polarized HD perfection lenses, right. uh, because not only do they give you the polarization and the protection, but they also really make things pop. I get responses from my customers all the time saying, I can't believe how much clearer it looks. I don't even have to, you know, well, I just got one yesterday that said, I don't even need to wear my prescriptions when I'm wearing these. You know, I have a little bit of distance correction, but, but I don't need them at all with these. It just makes everything pop and it's a lot clearer. So uh, me, myself, I've been challenged with every type of glasses that, you know, under the sun in about over about the last uh, 30 years from fishing. I really think we've settled on something that is, you know, it's a great all around pair of glasses at a really reasonable price. And for those folks that spend a lot of time on the water, I think it's, uh, you spend a day on the water with them, you, you really are able to see the difference. We we were actually talking earlier in the, the show here about how important it is to take care of your eyes. And you had mentioned uh, a little bit how the effect of the glare on off the water and, and the, the sun's rays. And it, it really is important to take care of your eyes when you're out on the water because of so many different variations of reason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got light blue eyes. and 
about 15 years ago, my doctor told me that I had sun damage to my eyes. And I started noticing like a yellowish area on the whites of my eyes. And it was just from prolonged exposure to the sun. And they're like, you really got to take extra good care. Um, you know, you're going to destroy your vision out there if you don't do something about it. And so that's why I've pursued trying to get some you know, really good protection, especially in these lenses. Well, Craig, you know, I've noticed, uh, especially in the shooting glasses, which you and I worked on um, together. And those are the, the lenses that you have now are two of my favorite colors. Um, and especially the wine colored ones that um that i wear almost all the time they make things pop they're comfortable on my eyes i think it did a good job on those and that's another thing it really when you're talking about clay target shooting the more that you can see and the clearer you can see those targets the better off you're going to have at the perception of where you should take that target where you should shoot that target when you can have those colors and make those targets pop um it's much better and your scores will go up compared to if you're just using black lenses or regular sunglasses it it doesn't just outline the target it really brightens it to a bright bright orange depending on the conditions that are out there and those have been doing well for you too haven't they yeah it's funny because now we put jim's name on these because he was he was my uh field tester out there. I sent him a couple of <laughs> pairs and said, hey, yeah, let me know what you think of these things. So I think we might have made a few tweaks since then, but uh, based on your input, that's how we, uh, we came up with these specifically for shooting. And I do get a lot of positive feedback. And actually, a lot of your, uh, a lot of your fans let me know that they're coming from either your website or, or watching your show. So uh, it, it's like I said, it's traveling through word of mouth. And, uh, you know, we're trying to branch out and not just be known for fishing, uh, but that's just our heritage at this point. Even further into that, the military and first responders, you guys uh, work with them to make sure that their eyes are protected. Because how important is it for a, a soldier or a Marine that's, you know, in battle to have great, clear vision? And you guys are, are part of that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that, all of our glasses include the impact resistance. Uh, they're like 10x the impact resistance of glass, uh, which is one of the questions I get a lot. Why aren't you using glass? Well, that's one of the reasons. Uh, we're able to include additional layers of protection in the film that is part of the lens that's built into it that you just can't do with a glass lens. Uh, so, yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we've got a lot of first responders. We've got a lot of military folks that work with us. We've got... Uh, for those uh, listening, if they are a military person uh, or their family or any of the first responders, we do support the GovX uh, verification system on our site. So, you know, they can go and put in their government ID and that'll also pass along a, a discount to them. Is there anything new that you can talk about that we can let some people know that may be coming down the pike in the near future? Yeah, we've got a couple of new styles that are going to be coming out um, with the whole virus uh, issue. Uh, some of the things were delayed. We had hoped to uh, put them out there at the beginning of the spring, but uh, it looks like in about uh, two months, we're going to have a couple new models coming out that are same lenses, just slightly different styles. Uh, sometimes we get uh, requests for glasses that fit, you know, fit a larger head or a smaller head or more coverage. So those are some of the things that we're trying to address. We did just bring to market some clip-ons, uh, which folks have been requesting for quite a while. Um, we've got those both in aviator uh, cut as well as a rectangular cut to fit, you know, 
pretty much whatever style of glasses that you're wearing. Uh, they're the same lenses, just in a clip-on style. So, yeah, we've got some exciting things coming. Yeah, we'll be putting it out on our website and on our social media accounts uh, as, as we're releasing it. Which the website is fish419.com, and you don't stop at That's just uh, glasses. You guys have a whole gear section. You have apparel section. You do it all. If you need it for survival, if you need it for the outdoors, you guys pretty much tackle it all, don't you? Yep, yep. We try not to spread ourselves too thin, uh, at the same time offering things that we want or, or use ourselves. Everything's field tested by us as it comes out. It's interesting, the, the mix of things that we have, but uh, I think it, it all fits together nicely, you know, uh, based on our company and the way we want to uh, present ourselves to our customers. Yeah, and I want to I want to tell people as well, too, that if you go to fish419.com, if you put in the code, thanks, JC, and that is all in capital letters. That you that is a discount code for all of you that you can use um, when you decide to purchase something from Fish 419. As I said, I don't use or I don't back anything that, that I don't 100% believe in. And these are the eyewear that I choose to protect my eyes with. And just from Craig and myself, if you go there and you decide that you want to purchase something for yourself or somebody else, please feel free to use that code. Thanks, JC, to make sure you can save some money on some absolutely outstanding products. Craig, thanks so much, man, for, for joining the show. Look forward. We'll be, we'll be down in Florida in, a, in a next month. So I know we got a lunch date that we're going to set up and look forward to seeing you and Cindy and really appreciate you coming on the show today. Well, thank you. I appreciate you spending time with me. And uh, I, I too, am looking forward to you coming down. Hopefully we'll be able to put you on some tarpon this year. Hey, uh-huh. hey, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, I'm gonna have to go because I have a shopping cart full of items at fish419.com, uh, which uh you guys actually do have great sales going on now. So fish419.com. Uh get over and check it out. And uh, Craig Kloss, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Drew. Appreciate it. In the outdoor world, there's always something new, and here's a hook and hunt experience product review presented by Crowley's Crawlers, the plastic worms that make sure you're hauling in the limit every time. One of the newest products that I've come across is is actually from a a plastics company that's been around for a while, and the company is Big Bite Baits. Well, they always seem to come out with some really incredible products every year. And this year is no different. They have a new craw out there and I love to throw craws of just about any type, but they've got one called the Kamikaze craw. And it's kind of, it looks almost like a tube bait, uh, but yet has the real big claws of a crawdad. And the action on this thing is absolutely incredible. I've already thrown it now on a jig head. I've thrown it on a Tokyo rig. I've thrown it on the back of a jig. Um, thrown on an open jig hook. The action on this is absolutely amazing. Matter of fact, I've even thrown it on the back of a swim jig. This is probably one of the best craws that I have seen in, in, in a very, very long time. If you're like me and you like to throw like a craw or a combination craw and creature bait, I would definitely check out the Kamikaze craw from Big Bite Baits. It, it is top of the line, in my opinion, probably the best one that's come out this year. And you can find them at BigBiteBaits.com. Here at the Hook and Hunt Experience, we love to eat. Now let's get that mouth watering with It's Great on Your Plate with your host, Matt Cheever from Heartland Outdoors Magazine. One of my favorite all-time wild game recipes is venison cordon bleu. We've all been to wedding receptions and, and 
uh, retirement parties and different things, and they serve these fancy meals with chicken cordon bleu. It's typically a chicken breast wrapped with ham and cheese and, and it's uh, breaded. Uh, that very same recipe that a lot of people love is a great way to bring them into wild game where they're not used to wild game. What I like to do is take a nice deer loin, a nice long deer loin, and start to flay it lengthwise, unfolding it like a flap of skin. Keep unfolding it, unfolding it, cutting until you roll it out to one big sheet of meat. It should be, you know, 8 to 10 inches long and about a half inch to even 3 eighths of an inch thick. Very thin. You can even hammer it out. Once you get that done, a little bit of olive oil, some Italian seasoning in there, some nice smoked deli ham goes inside there next. Big handfuls of mozzarella cheese. You can add pepper jack or whatever you like, but mozzarella really works the best. Roll that up very tightly. Sometimes you have to use a little bit of toothpicks to hold that in place. You can use some baker's twine and tie it up like a roast. Uh, I prefer the toothpicks. And um, a little bit of uh, egg wash or beer wash on the outside, some cracker crumbs and butter. And then kind of saute that, then put it over medium heat and let it cook through to about 125 degrees temp. Or you can also let it cook slow at first and then sear it right before you serve it. Either way, you go to slice that in nice thin uh, pieces, maybe half inch thick. Uh, that could be as elegant for a dinner party. I've served that at weddings before. Uh, it works great around turkey camp too. You can prepare it and have it in the cooler. It's in the, it's in the ice box, whatever you'd have it in the fridge and pull it off when your buddies come over, or it can be like, say a fancy Christmas sit down dinner or whatever you need it for. But that is, that is one of the very best recipes to bring people back to wild game if they didn't like it or tried it and you kind of want to win them over with it again. HookingOnTV.com has been educating and entertaining the world of hunting and fishing for years. Let's find out about the latest from Hook and Hunt TV's Jim Crowley on the Hook and Hunt Experience. Always great talking to great people, Jim Crowley and uh, Craig Kloss from Fish419.com. Go over and check those guys out. Family owned and operated and uh, they're good they're good folks, uh, so get over and check that out. Now, Jim, you just released a new uh, episode on HookingOnTV.com that uh, you actually highlight a, a little bit of what we just talked about. Yeah, I was. Uh, I usually switch off between the blue lenses and the green lenses on his eyewear, on um, and uh, I I don't I think I had the green ones on this one, but I, I just love those. I, if anything, I'm a flashy dresser, and so I. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's an awesome frog show. And so we got on to a bite that day that as much as I love fishing a frog, we've never, we've never gotten something like this. We actually put the trolling motor on spot lock and sat on one spot. And for an hour, we caught 40 bass out of this grass mat. Wow. And everything happened that day. My ribs got bruised up from setting the hook so much. Um, we have a guest coming on the show pretty soon that there's a cure for that. And you'll find out about that next week. I actually busted a reel. The real foot broke and the reel came flying off the rod. Oh, my gosh. And I've never had that happen before, um, which was pretty hysterical when it happened. You talked about a blooper. All of a sudden, there's a reel up in my face. Between the camera guy and I laughing and pulling 20 pounds of grass, what it seemed like, off each fish because they were so buried in the grass. And how we got them through there and how we figured out where they were going to be. There's some incredible drone shots where we actually catch one about four pounds. And from the drone, 100 feet up in the air, you see the explosion on the frog. Oh. And it looks like looks like somebody dropped a bowling ball in the water. There, there's so much cool stuff in this show. Anybody out there likes a fish or frog, make this the episode that you will not miss. This has got so much action in it. It will it will really surprise you. It was and we have a lot of detail and we show you why and how you can be really extremely effective on a frog. So it's a great show. I I was glad to be there, man. It was more fun to do it as it was to to make it happen. Of course, you can see all of the episodes at hookandintv.com. Follow along on 
Facebook and Instagram at Hook and Hunt TV. And you can find us where we share a lot of gym stuff, obviously, at Hook and Hunt Experience. Here's the latest Hook and Hunt Experience hunting and fishing scouting report. Brought to you by the Tackle Box Bar and Grill, where the stories are as big as the fish baskets and beer. The Tackle Box Bar and Grill, downtown Fish Creek, Wisconsin. Jim, we've talked the last couple of weeks how you were kind of worried about the way that the reaction of fish were going to go. It wasn't warming up like it should have been, uh, which I've heard room, rumors of the reason the, the warm-up was a little different is because of the way that the environment was affected by three months of people staying home, and it really it shifted things a little bit. And that's coming from the National Weather Service. Finally, though, it's getting to the point now where things are kind of on track now. Oh, yeah. Fishing's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I've talked to guys who've been walleye fishing, and guys who've been musky fishing and bass fishing. The bluegill fishing has been absolutely off the charts this year, and so is the crappie fishing when the season first started. And I don't – we're heading to Wisconsin to go film a show next week, and, and I can't wait. Um, I, I think it's going to be about perfect timing for the smallmouth that we're going to be chasing and, and probably going to catch them largemouth too. So, yeah, it's, it's slow. Every season is a little different. Weather is – what the weather is, whatever, you know, people say, Hey, it's because of this or what it is. Weather is always constantly changing. It's always gonna, it always has, it always will. And us as anglers or outdoorsmen, we just have to adapt. And you, it's just another piece of the puzzle that you add into. So, you know, I, I go by the lunar calendars a lot, but that's not what, if, if I think it's going to be a bad day, I'm not just going to stay home. You know, when the best time to go fishing is when you can go, that's you know, true. just when you can go. And, and just fish and just go fish. Cause you're, if you're smart, you're always going to learn something. Even if it's not a great day, you're always going to learn something. So, you know, I, I don't, the only aspect I play into weather is how it's going to become part of what I'm going to do that day. Otherwise than that, I don't get hung up on anything. I'm going fishing, man. Well, you know, and that's a, a great point because I, I want to ask you, I had a couple of people mention something to me this week about wanting to get out and fish but they haven't fished for years and years and years. They don't even have the equipment to go out and fish. They don't have the rod and reel. They don't have the tackle. But if someone were going to go out right now and start their fishing career at this point of the year, what are some items that they should pick up? Well, I, you know, I, I'm always going to start somebody out with a, with a spinning rod because that's always going to be the easiest for them to throw. It's going to take them some time to throw a baitcaster. Get a six-and-a-half-foot, seven-foot medium-action spinning rod put 10 pound test line on it. And right now, you know, we are in the age of, you know, video, go online and look at some videos, look at, look at our videos on hook and hunt TV, look at other people's videos and find information, learn one or two lures at a time, you know, learn how to fish a plastic worm, learn how to throw a bladed jig, learn how to throw a spinner bait. And what I used to do as a kid is I would take the lure out to a pond or a small lake by me and I would learn how to fish it. When I remember when I first taught myself to fish a plastic worm, I took it out. I hopped it. I dragged it. I probably fished it more wrong ways than possible. You know what? I ended up catching a fish on it and I learned. I just had a kid not kidding you, call me last week. We're on the phone for about a half hour. And every time he goes fishing, he loves to throw a rattle trap. Okay, that's great. But when the rattle trap doesn't work, he doesn't catch him on anything else. And the reason is, is because he doesn't have confidence in anything else. When you want to learn a lure, new lure, leave everything else at home. Because what you're going to do is you're going to make 10 casts and then you're going to resort back to the one you have the most confidence in and you're not going to learn the new lure. When you only focus on one, it will force you 
to fish it right, wrong, and every other way in between, and you will learn what you're doing. Right now, I would just take that simple rod and reel setup that I, I said, go watch a couple videos, grab just a couple baits, don't spend a lot of money, and then just and then see what happens after that. It's it's a it's a learning experience. I, I've still not I've been doing this almost 50 years. I'm still I'm still learning every time I go out. And I will say that if you go to hookanontv.com, uh, you go to the Facebook page, you go to Hookanon Experience Facebook page, you can also ask Jim. And Jim is very yeah. easygoing and very open to answering any questions that you have. So if you have a question, get over there, shoot him a message, and, uh, and he'll answer it for you. The Hook and Hunt Experience wants you to live well from the live well. Here's your old buddy, Stinkbait Rivers. Hey, <laughs> show buddy Stinky with some thoughts and observations as we live well from the live well this week. You know, hunting season is coming up uh, not too far. With all those ducks and geese moving through the air, we need to have a proper name for it. So uh, this year, uh, whenever you see all those birds flying, I want you to know that it's called a fowl movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting around my buddy Eddie the other day, and we were talking about the ducks and the geese that were flying uh, flying south for the winter. And he said to me, he said, Stinky, you know why uh, when uh, the ducks and the geese fly north or south for the winter, there's always a bee, and there's always more birds in one side of the line than the other you know how one's always longer i says well yeah yeah I, i've noticed that very rarely do you see a real bee he says you know why that is i says no he says because there's more birds in the other line see and these are just the kind of things that you don't think about to make the world go round until next time you can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash stinkbait rivers this is your old buddy stinky saying you betcha <laughs> We can't leave you high and dry. Here are some words of wisdom in the last cast with Jim Crowley on the Hook and Hunt Experience. The last cast today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about fronts. And what I've always seen is that before and during the front are the best. Now, just make sure you understand, fronts can either be a cold front coming in, it can be a weather system like a storm coming in. And if there's a storm out there where there's lightning, that's not good, period. Get off the water. Before and during that front is when there can be a high level of activities. Now, next time you see a storm front coming in, check and see. There's probably more birds flying around. There's probably more animal activities. Maybe your animals in your house are a little anxious. There's more cows walking around, whatever. Usually before weather systems change, animals get more active. That's just how God made them. The same thing with fish. It's the same thing if you're a deer hunter. Sometimes hunters love being in the woods right as a front is approaching. When that front's going on, there's still an increased level of activity. When action will and definitely will slow down, I've been out there in the water enough to see it, is after that front passes through. Then the activity level can settle down for a while and so can the bike when there's fishing. Always pay attention to when you're outdoors, especially to weather fronts, because it can key you in on some really unique and key times where you can set yourself in a position to catch some really big fish. Thanks for stopping by the show. Head over to the Hook and Hunt Experience on Facebook and give us a like and find out more about this week's show. The Hook and Hunt Experience is brought to you by HookandHuntTV.com. Stop by and watch the latest episodes airing now. Moxie Dog Treats. Your dog will love you. And brought to you by Crawley's Crawlers. The plastic worms that make sure you're hauling in the limit every time. And the Tackle Box Bar and Grill where the stories are as big as the fish baskets and beer. Join us next week for the next episode of the Hook and Hunt Experience.